Gridiron Talk, only on the Spin Cat Podcast. This right here, this is the NFL Live, done right. <laughs> you heard? Week two in the NFL finally finished. What we got going on so far? We got a lot of storylines that we kind of need to cover. Yeah, we do, man. I think we it's a good start to start off in that Miami game, man. We see that kind of that new dynamic duo on the offensive side I mean, of the ball is, in the NFL there. Is Tua for real or is that just a combination of the, my, of the Baltimore secondary being atrocious? Well, let's not forget that they were down at 728 and that it for sure wasn't for real for Tua in that first half. But to see him face that kind of adversity and actually come back to win the game, that is, you know, a good note if you're the staff in Miami. I think also, too, you got to realize Mike McDaniel might be a evil genius. Like the play calling, I've never seen plays. I'm talking about that was Andy Reid with Michael Vick. Like, he was just drawing plays up in the dirt <laughs> on the sideline and saying, yeah, let's go try this. Because, I mean, the play design was just so – it was so interesting. You're running, you're running all these different formations and all these combos, and <laughs> the Ravens secondary was like, we covered. Because having to cover Waddle and Tyreek Hill is already a lot, but then you have Gusecki coming underneath. You got so much stuff going on. You got with motions before the stat. And Mike McDaniel just looked like he was living the dream out there. Yeah, and each one of his play calls there in that comeback kind of torched the middle of the field, which was that big target when you look at Waddle and Hill and most of the receptions. First deal to go 150, two tutties, and 10 receptions in a game, man. These guys might be for real. If you can't, one, if you don't have six. middle coverage, you're not stopping this duo. I mean, you're right. I mean, you really have, I mean, not only that, I mean, that offensive line. But I think you do need to – you're going to have to, you know, run a strong cover too, run a quarters kind of coverage, and you're really going to have to break. I think it's going to be a lot of prayer, and it's going to be a lot of blitzes. I think that's really what it's going to be. And you're going to be in dime most of the time. You're going to have to be – you're going to have to be a lot more defensive back. You're definitely going to have to be a nickel a lot, but you're probably going to have to be a dime person a lot. Teams like Arizona should with Buda Baker should be able to, you know, have that. You know, the Saints with – Oh, especially Matthews. when you have Isaiah Simmons in the middle, too. That's the biggest exactly. thing is in the middle. If you got fast linebackers exactly. and a good elite safety, you'll be good. But Miami, I mean, dude, yeah, they got then, a nasty offense. I mean, and then they're going to really test your eye discipline. They're really going to test your, how disciplined your defense is, how well are they coach. Because all that motion and stuff is going to get a lot of people moving around. But let's go to the other side of the ball. I mean, what more could Lamar have done? Oh, it's good to see his playmaking be back and so early. He's just he, – he does everything. If you look at his targets, if you look he does, at – I mean, he doesn't play corner. I mean, he doesn't play corner. What's that? If he played corner, I think that would be the only other thing he could have did in that game at that point. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's good to see Rashad Bateman finally do good, though. And he needs it. I mean, Lamar it's needs good. Bateman. Badly. You know, Lamar needs, Lamar needs J.K. Dobbins back badly. Lamar needs – I mean, but he's – out. Lamar is doing anything. The Ravens are going to regret not paying him. They're going to because I think Lamar might sit out 
without that franchise tag. If they franchise him, Lamar's not playing on that tag. He might. I, I think Lamar is going to pull what Ben Simmons pulled, except he's actually going to get paid. Lamar will be like, yeah, I'll sign the franchise tag. And then for mental health reasons, I can't play. Yeah, that's a tough take. <laughs> I see. I definitely see him playing. Baltimore a, has a to pay him. Card, but sitting out, I don't know, man. That's, he is it's a quarterback. You know, it's it's. We saw the kind of, if we're honest, we kind of saw that leap downwards with Le'Veon Bell when he sat out. You know, he, it. Imagine Lamar Jackson missing a whole year of football. And speaking of that, we get to kind of mm. see it with a young guy like him. Trey Lance, who now gets to miss a whole year of football. It's not good. And this Again, no, just, neither is that injury. It's not. I think Lance, I think the biggest thing is you can't, you can't afford to have a gym. Worst case scenario for the 49ers, because if you look at the terms of Z's contract, for every win he gets 300, their salary cap is going to be destroyed with Trey Lance being out the year. Like they're gonna Plus have to pay Jimmy Garoppolo so much money. Plus the Debo money, they they have no more money. And then now you did they already pay the re- Warner or not? Yeah, Fred Fred Warner. I don't know, maybe. But this is the other problem. You got to look at it like this. You also have an offense where Jimmy G is really gonna shine because you know the offense they the change the playbook and the, they change the playbook in the off season which includes a lot more deep passes and a lot more things. It's not that conservative offense you've been wanting Jimmy G to run. So now Jimmy G is going to look great. So you, you, you're going to increase his trade value, but you restructure his contract at the beginning of the season to be a one-year deal now. So now you – because you have to have him all year now as your starting quarterback, but then you can't trade him in the off an unrestricted free agent. So basically this is the perfect – only winner here is Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers might win the NFC West. I mean, it's a really bad division this year. But Jimmy Garoppolo won this. Like, if anyone wins an injury, Jimmy Garoppolo won at every point. He's going to get paid this year every time they win a game. He's going to get paid for every touchdown he throws, I think. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get paid to the point where it's going to be hilarious. And then he can just walk away from the 49ers and do absolutely nothing. I mean, this is who doesn't win? Only on this podcast will you hear guys – reflect good things off of injuries to benefit another player. But you're it's I true, mean, man. I, I, I mean not, it's no cap. I'm cat. not calling Kyle Hurt. I'm not calling Kyle Hurt. He wasn't smashing he wasn't smashing my daughter. I'm not happy that he broke his leg. He wasn't smashing my daughter. That's spit in facts. I get it. No, it's I, true. Look, I mean Jimmy saying. Garoppolo, he's in a golden position here. And that roster is still the same. Obviously they got a few injuries on the defensive side, but they're looking good. You know, Shanahan's getting a groove down. We saw Debo run the ball a lot more like he did last year. They'll get a groove down. They're looking good. You mentioned the NFC West, though. I agree, man. They are not looking good. I mean, Staff I mean what's going on in Arizona? Arizona? First on my, on my shit list there. Stafford I mean, looks Stafford terrible. Rams. I mean, Stafford looks terrible, but also, too, you got to think, a lot of the I, – I don't know what's going on out there. I think Stafford not playing in the preseason probably was for the worst. Like, that might actually have been the worst decision. But I do think Stafford might need Tommy John. And I don't think the Rams want to admit it. I think when you see – I think you still got some of the zip on his throws. But there's been a lot of drops out of their tight ends. I think not bringing back Higby, Higby is a very big loss. Not bringing back they Higby, got Higby. Is be a very, Um, Sorry, their second tight end they had last year. But because this, this other guy they got out there has dropped probably three or four passes. It's been, it's been really bad because, I mean, he's I think they still need to bring OBJ back in. 
I do too. I also think they need to figure out how to run the football. I think they they're just they're showing an inability to run the football. How can you not run the football and you don't scheme it very well either? When you look at the Lions, I mean, as soon as you get a Deuce Staley and offensive coordinator, knowing how to run the football in the NFL, especially with Stafford, Stafford was one of the best <laughs> the best quarterbacks last year off of play action, and now you can't even do play action because the threat of the Lions are there. I don't even think they're running for 100 yards a game as a team. Not yeah, the I inability think, to is bad. And I think that's why the Niners can beat them any day of the week because they run that football. They run the rock, man. Running the rock wins you those tough games. LA's got they got a lot to think about. It's week two, obviously. You know, it's they're one and one. It's not like they're 0 and two. I mean, but, but man, then on these Super Bowl teams look rough. You pay you pay your defense. There's three guys on your defense, or there's two guys on your defense making a hundred million dollars. You shouldn't be playing a bend but don't break style defense. There's just there's just no way you can justify playing a bend but don't break defense. Another area that spent a lot of a lot of, another group that spent a lot of money that spent almost two hundred million dollars was the Bengals offensive line. What is going on in Cincinnati? I'll tell you what, that Bengals offensive line is the reason why they're zero two. <laughs> Joe Burrow doesn't look sharp, man. But I, I haven't I'm seen not ever I haven't seen a, not blame the old line. I haven't seen a quarterback get hit that much since Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts. They got 16 <laughs> sacks against them, right? This is – I think it's been nine straight games Joe Burrow's been sacked at least three times. I mean, That's you can't crazy. He's going to be – he's going to be fried meat by the end of week five at this rate. End up – end up – with them losing this game. Now you give Cowboys to say that they're still going to You had an opportunity. The Cowboys season is still shot. But now I got to hear from Cowboys fans for a week. That's the bigger issue. Like that's why I'm very upset. I got oh, no, such I a shit nasty fans. game to watch too. I mean, just so many why mistakes. They, it looks like the Bengals never went to the playoffs last year. Why do they keep giving um, Ezekiel Elliott cares? Like, do they just hate football? Because that's what it seems like. Like, why I mean, they need. A, they need. Touch? That's what they. That's the card they drew. You know, they have that contract, they have all that. You need to give them the football, but it's a matter of having balance and using some more running plays. They're literally giving this dude a straight-up gut shot every time. If it's not up the B-gap, it's up the A-gap. Like, it's just terrible play call. Callan Moore is a bozo. Can't believe he still has a job. Can't believe Jerry Jones is still owning it. So, I mean, what do you figure? But Callan Moore is terrible. He's trash. Because you can't, I mean, you can't just say, all right, let's not play Elliott. You got to give him the ball. You got to know how to use Pollard. He's still got good receivers. They can't really catch. I, mean, but I, mean, Pollard I think C.D. Lamb's overrated. Pollard has to be a much better quarterback. You want to know who, since we're talking about injuries and talking about missing pieces, let's jump to the Thursday night game, um, Chargers-Chiefs. Keenan Allen – I know we had this conversation. Keenan Allen missing changed that playbook for that game. But also, too, I don't know what was going on with that play calling because Mike Williams was in that chief secondary. Yeah, I was going to say, play. I mean, not that the biggest problem with Keenan Allen being gone is just the lack of receivers. They had three guys starting, and only one of them was Caliber. It's not, you know, it, they, they should have won that game. They had that game won. Mike Williams balled out. I think it's more so just them not having anyone in that court, anyone in that receiving court. 
Keenan Allen's a game changer, though. But I, I think you got to look at how but they you also want to know, and it's the O line. Justin Herbert the barely moving, man. I mean, but let's not forget. Like, guess who their offensive coordinator? This is a name that if you say it in Detroit, you out of town. Jim Bob Cooter is their offensive oh. coordinator. Oh shit! <laughs> is he really? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that actually ruined my night. Is that it, it's, wait, no, I think it's Lombardi. Job. No, I think it's, 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 it's. I think it might be Lombardi. It's either Jim Bob Cooter or Lombardi. But yes, the former. There's no way that man made it out of his coffin. <laughs> but hey, nothing surprises they, me in this league. We saw Del Rio have as many jobs as hell, you know. So, and that's the and I think that's a big problem. I mean, look at look at some of these coaches. Yeah, Lomb- All sorry, the sorry. old ones are the worst so ones. It's, Pete Carroll. Yeah, it's Joe Lombardi. Joe Lombardi. Is it Lombardi? Yeah, I was going to say, I Cooter ain't no way. But these old heads, man, they got to go. And Pete Carroll's still there, still ruining games. And don't get me wrong, that Seahawks lineup sucks, but 16-9 to Denver. They ran the ball That's... 12 times, dude. They had Richard Penny. Obviously, I have Penny on my fantasy team, so I got a little bit of say. 12 rushes to 42 from the other guy. How? You got to start running the ball. You got to have balance. Pete Carroll's got to go first and foremost, though. That NFC West sucks. I mean, you get and Kenneth he Walker back. He rolls it with back. Seattle. You, you get Kenneth Walker They had him back. in there. He had two touches. rushes. That was he, it. He had four touches. He had four runs. He had four runs. This is – I don't even want to go there with the Seahawks. This is Pete Carroll's last year. I think that's very clear. Let's talk about a decision that well, – that you could kind of – you know, look at and say, okay, if in that situation, there's a minute 55 left in the game, and well, sorry, there might, no, was it a minute 24? There's or no, it's minute 55 left in the Jets Browns game. Nick Chubb decides to score a touchdown. The Browns never see the ball again. In the game, and that situation, are you blaming Nick Chubb in that situation, or is that defensive thing? Like, no, like Nick Chubb had like three it? touchdowns. I don't know how you lose that game. When Nick Chubb's th- scoring three tutties I mean, on the then ground. But you're also, you're also up 31-17. Yeah, I don't know how you lose that game. So, definitely the blame goes nowhere near Chubb. He's the only reason why they were even close. Defense, I mean, them making both the last two games, these defenses are making Joe Flacco look good, man. It's it's bad behavior. It's nasty. Garrett, it is, or Jarrett Wilson finally – Garrett, I almost said Jarrett. Garrett Wilson finally got involved. Jets, they got a few things clicking, but Cleveland, that is a bad loss. I blame the that's damn elf on the middle of the field. That's, that, that's a, I don't even want to go there with the elf. But I do think super second lead this team. I think they're two-headed monster of Chubb and um, Kareem Hunt. I think that's just unfair. So I think the Browns yeah, can't still got Garrett on the other side. Yeah, yeah. You, you have you – got you. I mean, you got Grant Delpit too. So you have a very good team there. I just don't understand what that play. That, I don't understand how you let that happen. Another game I don't either, but I'm glad Stefanski owned up to it and took all the blame as he should. He should One but, thing I love uh, about Mr. Dan Campbell, by the way, in Detroit. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about MC in a second. Denver, Houston. Are we going to finally admit that Russ was washed? Because, I mean, are we, are we letting Russ cook? <laughs> I, Russ... I mean, you mean, are you going to let him ride? But no, Nathaniel Hackett at the end of the day is trash. And so is that entire he's, staff. But yes, Russell might not be as elite as he once was. 
I think Russ is just. I think Hackett's. I think Hackett should have just been an OC. Should have just left Hackett as an OC because when you got to control an entire team, it's a lot different than when you just got to control your one position group. Just controlling the offense, that's fine. But now you got to control the entire team. Now you're gonna make a call about because you don't kick that field goal. Luckily, they won this game. Had they not won this game, they would have looked bad. But I also think Lovey Smith. The Texans might win that division. Was, that Texas team – sorry, they allegedly played the head coach. The Texans are going to win the AFC South this year because of how bad the Titans are. And, and, and I don't think we need to even talk about the Titans game. They're 0-0-1. Zero, zero so, technically – and this makes me kind of nasty, even though it has nothing to do with Urban Meyer, so I guess it's fine. The Jaguars are the 2-0 and and the team to beat in that division, that terrible, terrible division. So you mean Sunshine? Sunshine won a game. Yeah, he went twenty-five thirty. You know, one twenty-one QBR rating. It's a good game, but it's one game. He still only. But, threw, it's like, but it was against the Colts. Scores. It was against the Colts, and I think this makes you feel good as a Carson Wentz fan. Maybe it was the Colts. Maybe it wasn't Carson Wentz's fault. <laughs> well, you already know where I'd go there, but definitely, if you look at that Colts team, they might be one of the. Top five picks in this next year draft. Next year's draft. I mean, dude, look at the receiving corps. Doolin, Parkman, and Strajan are their top three. That's just nasty. I mean, how don't you get a receiver this year in the first round? Oh, how do you get nothing in free agency still? Like it's just crazy. You let Pasco go. But this is this is the weird part about it. You could have traded for Kenny Galladay, and uh, and the and the Giants have to pay him still. You could have just gave up a third round pick. Because the Giants don't want him, have to pay him. You could have got Kenny Galladay for, and that's the kind of receiver that has always made Matt Ryan look good—a big-body possession receiver who can't get any separation. You got all these <laughs> small guys on the coast roster that can't get any separation. That doesn't work for Matt. Big guys who can't separate. The big guys who can't separate, who can high point the football, Matt Ryan can do something with. These little guys who can't separate, Matt Ryan's going to look the exact way Matt Ryan is looking, and it's pretty. Much- Carson Wentz is However, Carson Wentz is what we think Baker Mayfield is, which leads us into talking about the Panthers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Carolina, they, they've had too many this was the garbage downs bowl. and ups in the this last two games, but they're one and one. I mean, this is the gar- this was the garbage bowl, though. Like, I've never I didn't know what what's this I just didn't know what to think of this game. Like it was it's a weird, weird game. And I'm like, eh, I don't really. It was kind of comparative, though. And, it was and but really, it was, after it was watching, and I actually, yeah. I actually got to watch a few series in this game. Brian Dable is doing a good job. You know, that 2 0, that B 2 0 at that roster is pretty damn good. His great, his but, blitz packages have been amazing. I mean, his defensive decisions are very good. My problem is, my Taylor is just starting quarterback in. Tyrod Taylor should be starting for your team. If you're going to do that, if you're going to make that decision, Tyrod Taylor should be the starting quarterback for that team. Yeah, I just – I don't like Daniel Jones' lack of, I guess, football IQ. Lack of – That's the biggest thing I don't thing like Daniel him. Jones' lack of being on the – like, if Daniel Jones is on the field, I just don't – I feel like something bad is going to happen. Watching Daniel Jones play football is an uncomfortable feeling. I, like I can't a, explain a live it. speed bump. <laughs> like, I just don't know what's going to happen. He's going to do something and uncomfortable. He don't play football because this 
Saquon's back, you know, he's he, he's looking good, but that defense is looking really good. I just think they're they're trying. I to think Adoree Jackson becomes the best signing this year. He, his, his, his importance is going to be huge for that defense. It, through the first two games, I, the dude's played out of this I, world. I think, and I think that compensatory pick, I think the Titans miss him a lot more than a lot of people think. The Titans Oh, and I think they'll the, be the first ones to say it. I mean, yeah, and to see so, that he's even playing at a more elite, too, elite level, elite level. is pretty sweet. And he, they still got that man in the return game. Barkley looks great. Player of the week in week one. Got some things. I mean, moving he shouldn't have been. Two. I mean, he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been player of the week in week one because you know who's gonna talk about player of week one. At the two games we did say for last for you guys, you got the Commanders, Lions. Obviously, you know that was <laughs> that was an all around game for the Lions. You know, there was a scare in the second half, but even with DeAndre Swift getting even less carries than week one, he still showed up and he put the game away. And that was the big Mon Ross St. Brown. I mean, he's proven that he's he's why. He's wide receiver one. He's WR one. And then, you know. Yeah, Mon Ross been great, man. I, I disagree with you saying the full thing with the Lions. They definitely need to put four quarters together. That first half was amazing. If you put that first half with the uh, second half in week one against the Eagles, that's a win every week. Detroit's there. They just got to put those four quarters together. Golf's playing good. You hate Golf, to say he, it. I mean, he, he makes you he's sick if some good. throws a game, but he's playing good. So this is the thing about Goff. Playing good. And I like the way when he misses throws, he overthrows them rather than they're behind the receiver or anything like that. I can say that he's missed probably two the last couple of weeks, but they were overthrow. They were bad throws on him. There were a couple of drops. But they weren't bad throws that turned into interception. There was only one bad throw that turned into an interception. Other than that, when Goff is missing, he's missing high or he's missing far. So there's no danger of a pick. Now, let's talk about your Eagles, man. I mean, big play Slay showed up and showed out. Yeah, he definitely got kind of uh, boss molded there in Motown week one. Saw a lot of that uh, that buzz or hate, whatever you want to say it on Twitter. I mean, he, that I mean, his, week following, and he got angry. mossed. He got yeah, angry. He, he was did. like, okay, because he, he kept seeing that DJ Chark play. And he mm-hmm. kept saying, oh, and then he saw what Je- Justin Jefferson did. And, you know, everyone talking about, oh, he's going to be Justin's next victim. And uh, I think Justin Jefferson might still be seeing him in his nightmares. Yeah, he's going to be for a while. And, and unfortunately, Viking fans have a lot of ego nightmares lately. They've just been controlling these games that they play with them. It was another, another great one. Obviously, they didn't really do nothing in the second half. Hertz is playing great. He's throwing a lot better on the run. You would like to still see them get some of those targets involved more in a consistent rate, like, you know, Smith and Brown at the same time, but playing good ball. And then you got the damn Bills. I think Smith's going to have – I think, I think based on who they see in the secondary, I think this wasn't one of those games. I think this game made sure it to be really physical, but I think in division, I think Smith's game is Dallas. I think divisional game Smith is really going to come into play. I think he's that deep there because you saw how the Lions were able to attack Washington secondary. And then you see Dallas. I mean, Dallas has Trayvon Diggs in their secondary. So, I mean, anyone can beat him deep. So, yeah. But yeah, AJ's going in week, 250. Going into week three, man, this is a big week for the Lions. We got the Vikings this week. Seeing what you guys did. I mean, hearing Dan Campbell today said, look, I was fast out drunk by the second half. That's the kind of guy I need. He took all the notes he needed. 
We're going to punch them in the mouth. Lions are going to be number one in the NFC North, and we're just going to keep on trucking. Yeah, I think it's definitely a pretty – not necessarily easy because it's you, you guys still have a tough division division when it comes to divisional games, but you guys have a real good chance when it comes to winning this division, man. Packers are going to be on the downfall. Chicago no, terrible. Is understatement. Minnesota's got some talent, but mm. Minnesota is. If I guarantee, you, if Minnesota never played after four p.m., they... I think he's is. what Cousins is two and twelve, right? Most ever on yes. Uh, yes, he's the worst. Quarterback. If Kirk Cousins never played a game after four p.m., quarterback of all time. Sounds like a Michigan State it, Spartan quarterback thing, to be honest. <laughs> All right, we'll be we'll be back here next week. Yeah, same time. Gridiron Talk, Spin Cat Podcast. You heard. Thanks for listening. Make sure to leave a download and share this episode with y'all friends. And keep an eye out for Gridiron Talk every week, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Football season done right with your boys. Spin Cat Podcast. We coming straight for